Proverbs 12, 25 through 28. Anxiety weighs down the human heart, but a good word cheers it up. The righteous are released from misfortune, but the way of the wicked leads them astray. The lazy do not roast their game, but the diligent obtain precious wealth. In the path of righteousness, there is life. In walking its path, there is no death. Proverbs 12, 25 through 20. We didn't, we, come on, you can play it one more time if you would like. It's okay. Well, good morning. It is a blessing yet again to be standing in front of you all. Um, this text this week uh, was chosen by Philip Farrell. Farrell, um, thank you. Thank you for this text. Um, it is one, uh, the book of Proverbs, um, I just took a Old Testament class, so uh, this, this works out, right? Um, the book of Proverbs is a book of wisdom. It is uh, a book that gives us um, the poetic instructions about how to succeed in life and how to please God. The book of Proverbs is what we call in the scholastic world the book of uh, uh, the, the wisdom literature. It falls into Proverbs and Job and Ecclesiastics and the Songs of Solomon. These books of these poems, these poetic poems, these anthologies of, of books put together, these different stories. You read them one day at a time. I look at them as almost a devotional, if you will, reading one chapter of Proverbs a day. It helps you understand who you are, how to live a good life, uh, which is the title, The Good Life, right? How to live this good life, what to do, what not to do. That's what Proverbs gives us. And in these texts on today, it starts out uh, with anxiety weighs down the human heart, but a good word cheers it up. Last time I was before you, I preached about worry, not to worry. Yet here we are again, the Holy Spirit has allowed us to talk about worry and anxiety and not letting it get weigh us down, not letting it get the best of us, not letting it overtake us because it's so easy to do. In the world that we live in, anxiety is at an all-time high. I personally deal with anxiety. I personally deal with depression at times. But the Bible tells me that a cheerful word, mm, a cheerful word will help do away, it would dispel that anxiety that is riding me, that is overtaking me, or at least trying to, right? And what Solomon tells us in this Proverbs, because if you know about King Solomon, he asked for one thing. Just one thing. The Lord came to him and said, if you could have one thing, what would it be? And he said, Lord, I, I would like wisdom. Not money, not fame, not fortune, but wisdom. So what is wisdom? This, this knowledge. The book of Proverbs tells us that to, to fear the Lord, to fear the Lord, is 
See, let me find it. Proverbs 9 and 10, the beginning of wisdom and the knowledge of the Holy One is insight. The fear of the Lord. To have a fear of the Lord is to gain wisdom and knowledge. Proverbs 12 tells us about being good or being bad. Being righteous or being a heathen. Right. Like that's what Proverbs 12 tells us. It tells us what not to do. The righteous are released from misfortunes, but the way of the wicked lead them astray. The lazy do not roast their game, but the diligent obtain precious wealth in the path of righteousness. There is life in walking its path. There is no death. If I have this wisdom. If I have this fear of the Lord. I don't have to fear. I don't have to let anxiety overtake me. I don't have to let these things get the best of me because the good life is leaning and trusting on the Lord. Now, don't get me wrong. The good life will have its ups and downs. Okay, Right. We will go through. The Bible tells us we it doesn't tell us that we will have this perfect life and everything will be okay and it will be roses every day and we're going to be good and Lord is going to love on us just the way he does. Right. We know if you've lived a little bit. Life throws us curveballs all the time. The enemy comes in all the time. Things happen all the time. But even in the midst of all of that, what Proverbs is telling us to do is to lean on the righteousness that is God. To fear the Lord is the knowledge of righteousness. So, church, here we are. COVID is still around. People were laid off of their jobs. Anxiety is at an all-time high. Some of us are searching, what are we going to eat? What are we going to do, right? Again, what did I say last time? Fear doesn't have power. Worrying won't solve anything. Anxiety will not get the best of us if we depend on God. Lean on his word. Trust and obey. All the things he's called us to do. And we can win. And we can have the good life. So what is the good life? What is the biblical good life? Well, I know Jesus told us that if you want to serve me, you will take up your cross and follow me. You will turn away from your wife and your husband and your kids, your sons and your daughters, your family. You will do all of those things and you will follow me. Is that the good life? Sounds pretty good to me. I don't know about giving up those things, but it sounds pretty good, right? But once you really get in the text and you understand this, it's not just giving those things up or doing away with them. It's putting them in their proper places. Nothing is above the Lord and Savior. Nothing can can go above my relationship with Christ. Not my wife, not my husband, not my kids. When we begin to put those things above Christ, we're no longer serving Christ. The good life. The good life. 
Just think about that for a moment, the good life. Is it having more money? Is it finally building that nice, beautiful home? Is it finally getting that new car, the good life? Solomon helps us in the book of Proverbs to be about the father's business. If you read 12 from the top down to the bottom, I love even the first verse. Whoever loves discipline loves knowledge. But those who hate to be rebuked, and this is the NRSV, are stupid. The good obtain favor from the Lord, but those who devise evil, he condemns. So we have two choices in life. You're either going to be good or you're going to be bad. I'm going to either make a good choice or I'm going to make a bad choice. Anxiety will play tricks on us and tell us, ah, it'll be okay. You can do it. Just take, put your foot in the water. It's okay. When the, when the sign clearly says, please don't step in the water. But this is what anxiety does. It messes with the brain. It messes with the mind. It messes with the senses. It, it overwhelms us. One thing about personally this move to the next for me. Again, growing up with anxiety. Normally, I would be freaking out. Oh, my gosh. What am I going to do? I am moving across the country. But something about wisdom, something about the fear of the Lord, something about resting in this peace that is from Philippians, right? He says, to be anxious for nothing. Don't worry about it. Don't be anxious. Trust in the Lord. Because that peace will surpass all understanding. Anxiety. Anxiety robs us from the good life. And the enemy knows this. So the moment he can drop a little, little, little dye in the water and it, and it does something to the water, that's anxiety. That's, that's the enemy saying, see, boop, I got him. Oh, let, me, let me put a little bit over. Boop, I got them. They will never do what the Lord has called them to do. Because we've let anxiety take hold of us in those ways. Church, this morning, we're, we have to, again, that cheerful word. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Right? That's that cheerful word that helps me in times of trouble. The Bible tells us that he, he, will, he will supply all of my needs. That's a cheerful word in, the, in that moment. What the songwriters say, he's a bridge over troubled waters. That's, that's cheerful words in the time of trouble. We have to lean on those words. We have to dive deeper into our words. We have to spend more intimate time with the Lord to fear him. Not, I'm scared of the Lord, but in reverence. God, I serve you. God, I bow down before you. God, I lift your name on high. I will scream from the mountaintops that you are my Lord and Savior. Right? This is what he's calling us to do. 
Fear of the Lord is not something that we should take lightly. Because this fear of the Lord keeps us from making these wrong decisions. Fear of the Lord keeps us on the straight and narrow. Fear of the Lord keeps us from worrying about tomorrow. Fear of the Lord gives us strength in times of weakness. Fear of the Lord keeps us steadfast and unmovable. Fear of the Lord is the good life. Let's sit with that for a moment, church. This fear of the Lord, this knowledge, this wisdom that comes with that. And if you read on in 1 Kings about Solomon and, and, and him and God's conversation, God then goes on to give him those wealth and riches and all of those things. Because in the beginning, it wasn't about those things. It was about wisdom. Lord, give me more wisdom. Give me more understanding. Give me more knowledge. Allow me to see your face. Allow me to understand your word. Allow it to speak to me like no other. So then I can go share it with the rest of the people. How many know if you ask for that right now, he will give it to you. More wisdom. Come on, my, am I the only one that wants a little bit more wisdom? Right. Just a little bit. I, I need a, just a little bit more wisdom, Lord. It'll help me. Because it's there to give us strength. It's there to give us comfort in the times of trouble. So even when anxiety and all those other things come into play, let us focus on the fear of the Lord, this knowledge, this wisdom, the very thing that keeps us grounded keeps us planted. This is the good life. One where the Lord is in control. One where he is the head. One where we lean only on him. Even in the midst of whatever else is going on. Amen. And so as I take my seat, I just want to leave you with this. How do we live the good life? I'll just read it for us in 1 Peter, 1 Peter 3. 1 Peter 3, 8 through 12. And it says, finally, are you, all of you, have, unite, have unity of spirit, sympathy, love for one another, a tender heart and a humble mind. Do not repay evil for evil or abuse for abuse. But on the contrary, repay with the blessing. It is for this that you were called, that you might inherit a blessing for those who desire to love life and to see good days. Let them keep their tongues from evil and their lips from speaking deceit. Let them turn away from evil and do good. Let them seek peace and pursue it. This is the good life. Amen. Amen. Amen.